Welcome to the Feel Better, Be Better show. Today, Kate and Nevada will answer your questions and introduce new topics designed to help feel better and be better. These are raw conversations, but they will make a difference. All right, got to do the intro, Kate. Ready? Song? Go. No. <laughs> no? No, oh, come on. No. All right, fine. We will lose all of our listeners if I sing. All right, well, let's see here. We went over building super fast. Yep. We went over building super slow. Yep. We went over building medium. Ooh, I don't know if we did medium. We didn't? Okay. Well, either way, we're talking about building today. Story of the rabbit and the hare. Ra- no, rabbit yeah. and the tortoise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. The hare oh, and the yeah. tortoise. Yeah. There we go. There we're we go. two rabbits. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> the story of the rabbit and the hare was a quick one. But uh, sh- <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> Enjoy the show. All right, so let's see here. Today, what are we talking about? We're talking about how to grow, how to grow, how to grow big, slow. How to grow slow. Yeah, how to grow big, slow. Okay. Who wants to grow little? Everyone wants to grow big. How to grow big, slow. All right, so let's see here. This is really interesting. Mainly, we'll probably take it in business and probably go a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's so hard when you get started. All you want to do is be here and there. We're trying this and we're trying that and trying here and doing all these things because you're trying to be able to, I don't know, pay the bills. Or, you know, have that instant like, I'm going to put this out there and everybody's going to want to be a part of this and it's going to just boom. Yeah, it's because people told me they wanted it. Yeah. And then nobody buys it. Yeah. That never happens. Never happens. (laughs) Completely never happens. And the worst part about it is it's just always that you just didn't quite catch the right person, the right group at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, Or people have to sit with it. I mean, like we talk about within our business stuff, I mean, we're looking for a very niche group of people who really care about, really care about certain things. And it takes a while for them to trust you and your message to resonate sometimes. Well, I mean, prime example would be, um, you know, one of our regulars comes in on a regular basis and I, you know, happened to catch him and said, hey, by the way, did you see we had that, the chicken, or is he a chicken? And, um, and, oh, I didn't even look, you know. Now they weren't in a position to want to buy chicken that week, mm-hmm. but then came in the next week and got chicken. Yeah. Um, and those are because those are people that believe in the stuff we're selling. Yeah. Or I don't know how many times we've had people like come up and like look at, you know, Michelle and Matt's holy cow meat before, like at the farmer's market or whatever, and they'll come talk and it's like a couple weeks later, they'll finally try it. And then after they try it, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. I don't know how many times we've heard that. Or I just wanted to try it amongst others and figure out what one I like the best. And then they come back and it's like, it's one of those, you have to be patient and then let them let them go through the process of making that decision and come to you. Mm-hmm. You can't rush it. Yeah, and no, it's really easy to, you know, get that whole thing where it's like you should do some kind of sale or some kind of big, you know, show or marketing push or something like that or whatever. You know, we'll do some kind of, you know, something on online or whatever, some pay-per-click or whatever the heck. You know, everybody wants to, to do that. Um, and I know you were around it me and Michelle when we were talking about it before and myself I mean hers is a premium product Mm -hmm. it's not competing with 
you know, the commodity side of um, ground, uh, meat. Yeah, it's not your standard meat at the grocery store that you're just trying to get people. Correct. Um, and that's where she always kind of defaults. She's trying to compete in that area. And I keep trying to pull her back on like, no, you're a premium product. So, I mean, you, so I kind of fight her all the time. Like you don't want to put your product on a sale mm -hmm. because your idea is that you're going to put it on sale, get more people to try it. They'll come back and do it. To me, those people only buy them because it's on sale. Mm -hmm. You need people that are wanting to buy the premium product. So she still, she still marks, she still prices at an extremely competitive rate for what she can. She's not making, she's not trying to make a huge profit. So I'm like, why are you trying to sell it? Mm -hmm. You see that with people who try to do freebies and stuff like that too. Most of the people who come to free events or come to free stuff, a lot of times they're just there for the free stuff. You might get a couple people out of it that end up being long-term clients. But from my experience, from what I've seen, those are usually not your people that stay. Yeah, if they see, I think the biggest thing I always come back in is that if you want to be a long standing business and have a product that everybody wants, that you, you're doing a great product and people are willing to pay that price for it, <clears throat> those are the businesses that stay in business. Mm -hmm. But if you go and do a sale on that and it doesn't mean something sale, like, I mean, a how many people do we really keep from the whole Black Friday sale? I mean, I don't really remember too many of them. Yeah, I think there's two, but I think there were clients before. Exactly. Um, and then, so you think of that, but also just, people just, it kind of almost, it just makes you think that the product is overly priced when it's not on sale. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, she's not going to make very much money and not stay in business if she continues to keep doing the sales. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in a situation where you really do need exposure or something like that, then sure. I mean, maybe you do need to do some kind of promotional type items, but you better make sure they know it's super promotional. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's a real delicate balance you're working with of like, I want you to try it, but I don't want you to think that the price I'm charging you is a bad, is a, is a high price. Sure. So. But it's even just like it's easy to get frustrated doing the social media aspect of <laughs> all of our business and stuff like that because it's slow to gain numbers and gain traction. I feel like, you know, being at this, what, eight, nine months as far as pushing hard on social media and like getting names out there and stuff, I think we're kind of finally at a point where I say our name to people who maybe haven't heard of it. Oh, I've seen, I've seen this kind of stuff about you. Tell me more, but not necessarily be familiar enough with you to know what you do. And that feels when you're in the middle of making posts and doing stuff it feels like a long time and it mm -hmm. feels like a slow grind you're like I got somebody to follow the page yeah. this week and so you get really excited and I mean it's a slow build but again you don't want just like 100 people to like your page because it's something stupid and then they never pay attention to you after that you want people who actually want to engage and care what you're what you're you know trying to do I say sell, but even more than sell, just what you're trying to build. And that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Well, we're looking for people that believe in what we're doing. So mm -hmm. those people will, in theory, stick around longer and stick around with it. Um, of course, some people will drop off. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, but I mean, that's the idea of growing slow to grow bigger. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go put Facebook posts out that will get hundreds of reposts and whatever and they're funny and they're fun and we do some video or something like that but does that actually improve 
your basically reputation or does it hurt it? Yeah. I also think about that too. There's a lot of people, you know, um, when I was doing my own healthy health coaching stuff about six years ago and then starting back into this, there's a lot of people who are really good at business. And it, the one thing a lot of them hit on is it doesn't matter how big you're following or, or your like lit email list or whatever that is. It matters how strong it is because some people can have a really small list, but if they put something out, people resonate so much with it. You have such a high percentage, you know, purchase or yeah, be engaged with what you're selling versus if you have thousands of people and hardly anybody buy. So that's really not, numbers aren't necessarily a good determinant of how successful you're going to be. Well, it's amazing how much engagement is so true in so many facets of so many of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can have a huge business with very low engagement that really is basically not as near as profitable or productive as a small business that has tons of engagement. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's just on the business side. You look at Facebook, I mean, same thing like you talked about. I mean, if you have... 500 people following you but they're severe they're super engaged and you have 10,000 people that aren't engaged at all that just like it because you put on you know you know cute pictures or whatever or something like that and don't really engage in your product which one's better I mean I'd probably say the 500 yeah I mean I know we're gonna end up bringing it into sports too but I mean prime example you can put a whole team together of amazingly great kids that are really good at sports but if you don't have like an engagement in the team that team isn't gonna go anywhere no, and you'll lose you you'll lose the people. I mean, you see it all the time when someone feels connected and they feel like they've got chemistry with their teammates and stuff like that. It's far it's far easier to keep them and they stay in the long term versus just like oh this is a good team. But there's, I mean, good teams are by the dozen out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no there's no buying to stay. Well, if they don't believe in the mission, if you don't have something strong for them to like want to be there for. And and then I mean the whole topic on this was to build slow to build it bigger and better i mean we kind of in a way have done that very heavily in our sports teams Mm -hmm. i mean we're seeing a little bit a little bit of the stuff we've set out what three four years ago yeah i mean i've been at with this particular team seven and we've really kind of made the push to start this transition about two three years ago Mm -hmm. with one team yeah now you know we're up to three competitive you know, couple wreck, but it's just like, in some people's minds, that would be slow growth for us. We're like, whoa, look at it go. Well, I think the big thing that we're in now is, I mean, just this last year, we planned on doing three. Mm-hmm. Now that was with some help. Yep. I mean, Windows was a partnership. So really, we were only doing two. Mm-hmm. Now we're in line to do four, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing on that one is, is the building slow we were able to make our connections we were able to prove our reputation we were able to like show what we really did we were able to make sure that we kept it to where it was something we could handle and work on yeah well and other coaches and other parents have trusted us more because i you know i started this and then you came in and helped me with this but doing coaches clinics and play, players clinics and stuff like that i mean yeah, that was like the stake one and two right there but okay stop it they see a lot there's been just a lot of resources and stuff trying to help certain people and they're like i don't know it just kind of builds that it's not me versus you it's i want you know kids to grow um mm-hmm. and kind of build what i envision and what i see and what i'm about when i'm you know looking at building a team um well let's go on both sides of that one i mean so we brought in gabby this year mm-hmm. and she i mean 
mean, I know she's helped coach before, but I don't think she's really been, you know, part of this. She seemed to take she took to a way better than I think anybody really thought. I mean, she really, I think, has enjoyed herself and see how we work together as a group yeah. to try to cover all these teams and all these kids. Yeah, her free weekend, she comes and hangs out with us at a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of your dead giveaway that she yeah. likes it. Um, but, I mean, I think the, the big thing, if you try to go, like, would it have been a whole lot easier for us to have 10 teams and that way we could have like a location and we could be able to build like we'd be able to have all these other things that would work mm -hmm. and what then we would need if you're going to jump into that you're going to need six seven eight coaches at, at minimum who are you getting yeah that's the biggest thing is it's one of those like okay now i'm pushing myself to find people who may or may not resonate with my mission my mission that i'm trying to build here who may or may not coach similar to me they don't have to coach the same as me but there's certain things that are non-negotiable as far as how I want things to look. Kind of the same core beliefs. Yeah. And so, and most of these people I'm probably not going to know. So I'm just going to go grab random people who say they're good at stuff and then hope I have time to check in on them and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun at all. But, you know, with Gabby, she was able to, like, come and do the hitting with us, come and do some of the videos with us and stuff like that. And then we were able to kind of, like, mentor her and let her get comfortable and find her footing and see where she was to where she could kind of flourish and see what her coaching style was but still resonated with what we were trying to do at the same time and it ended up fitting in and aligning but we were able to test the waters and slowly move her into that position versus just assuming she could do it and then putting her in there if you did that with 10 people you probably are not going to find very many of them fit with what you're trying to do mm -hmm. Well, plus we were able to kind of, in a way, I think we kind of cheated. We were able to make her a believer when we did hitting camp with her, and I changed up her swing a little bit, and she did a lot better. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and it wasn't like it was super complicated. It was a real small thing. Um, I think Nicole has always said it best. She's like, I can see what's wrong. I don't know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. And that's the same way for me and pitching. I'm like, something's wrong, but I don't know how to fix it. And we're really good about kind of doing that. Like, hey, this is off. Can you help them out? Sure, no problem. Just do this. And then you almost... I don't know about you, and I know I feel sometimes for me, I almost feel like I'm being amazingly condescending because, I mean, a lot of times it's like, oh, yeah, just do this one little thing that seems completely innocuous that doesn't even seem connected to it, and boom, everything fixes, and they look at you like, how? How did you do that? You know, and you're just like, just too many years of doing that, just too many years of fixing this little thing. Mm -hmm. And so she does the same thing in pitching, though. I mean, we're sitting there going like, I don't know, it's like this, it's creating this, it's creating that, or whatever, and she's like, oh, yeah, just do this, and everything's fixed, and you're like, Thank you. I'm glad you're really good at doing pitching. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. I think the biggest thing, though, is when we talk about this is building slow. If you bring in all those coaches, you can, we can talk about just the problem in the coaching side of things, but you talk about player side of things. You talk about parent side of things. I mean, we have a pretty close-knit group, and we still have issues with that kind of stuff. I mean, I couldn't even imagine trying to pull in, like, start just eight teams out of scratch yeah because i mean at that point you're just grabbing players to grab players yeah like are you decent or are you good okay we'll just take you i don't care <laughs> can you pay yeah whereas you know we can be a little more have a little more discretion of like okay do you work hard do you listen to instruction do are your parents how are they communicating with back and forth are they going to be a nightmare to deal with do i even want to consider that even though your kid might be great like there's a lot of factors in there, but if you're just pulling numbers to pull numbers, you're kind of just taking whatever you get with that, and that yeah, you be could a be, headache. You could be creating a lot of problems. And we've seen a lot of programs run into that situation mm -hmm. because, I mean, it is just 
there's a lot of personalities to do with, so you better vet them pretty good. Yeah, because not only do you have that personality that the coach might have problems with, but all your other teammates and your other parents have to deal with them, and you're going to lose potentially some really great players because you're not dealing with that situation, and you've let somebody like that into your program. Well, yeah, but you also get into situations where where is it where where is where does your line draw Mm -hmm. i mean if you've got you know you got the kids that are interacting with the other you got the parents that are interacting with their kids you got the parents that might be interacting with other kids you got parents that may be interacting with other parents and then you got all the all the other scenarios that could possibly be so i mean you have a lot of where exactly is my responsibility where exactly is it okay for me to step in where exactly is it what i'm supposed to do You've been around me long enough that I don't get in the middle of any of that. I'm just like, I'm going to lead here. Yeah. And I know some people that don't like it, which is fine. But I'm like, I, I just assume I can't control everybody. But what I can do is hopefully show you a good way to go. Mm-hmm. I, I may be wrong. And I'm, I'm going to apologize right now if it is. But that's what I think we should do right now. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But, it, I mean, even all this stuff brings you back into, like, the business side of things, too. I mean, when you're looking at bringing on other employees or trying to scale your business up from there, I mean, when you can go slow, like we've talked about, okay, what is the next step looks for the next type of person we want to bring in versus tasks we want to give them and how do they fit? It's not like, okay, can we bring 10 people on and make this thing really, like, explode? You could. You could. Same. You run into the same potential problems, though. Mm, huge. Yeah. So, especially when you're looking at, like, building a community having a message that resonates you gotta bring in the right people and like get them to agree with that message and move forward or find the people that already kind of do and move forward or find people you kind of feel like work pretty good i mean you can't just pick like oh you can kind of do that let's just take you Mm -hmm. well i think that's one of the things i i think me and you're going to talk a lot about here pretty soon is i mean i kind of want to make sure that we're set like this is how we're going to do things. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to try to operate. Um, and what the problem you run into is you, on sports teams, relationships, whatever, it doesn't really matter. This kind of goes on everything. If you try to force it, it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. All you can do is, we're lucky because me and you kind of agree on a lot of the same things or we can at least come to an agreement and say, we're going to go like this. We're going to do these type things. And so when you have two people that are leading it, you just, you can't force it. It's just either people come along or they don't come along. Um, We do that in plenty of our business stuff of like, here's how we're going to do it. Let's see who plays, who who, who gels with us. It's not going to be everybody, but whoever gels with us, we can go from there. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, I mean, it's not saying that that's bad or that's wrong. It's just, they need to find one that they gel with. And with that, too, I mean, you're going to have some people who are borderline that you take a chance on that sometimes work out really well and sometimes don't. Yeah. Well, you have I mean, to. Because you don't know. Well, I think the biggest one on that one is, and it's really harsh because we've been, we've been raised our entire lives to try to make sure we're likable. We're, you know, we include everybody in, that we don't offend anyone. So we bend over backwards to do that. But you almost have to get to the point where you're kind of like, eh, this isn't going to work well for anybody here. So, you know, I can keep pushing this, but at the same side, I mean, if I don't say this comment, make this thing, make this situation that we talk about, hash it out, get a common ground, whatever it is, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And that's now becomes my fault. That's a tough thing for people to do because they've been programmed for their entire lives to make sure that everybody is pleased. Mm -hmm. And it's just, sometimes it just works out way better if you're like, look, okay we don't work well 
you go there and I'll go here. We can still be friends. We can still be communicative. We can still be, you know, wish each other the well. well. And I had that situation this week with, um, with my job stuff. I mean, I, it was wild. I had plenty of people that came in and thanked me for the work, asked me about where I was going and not in a negative way, just more of like supportive of what was going on because I didn't go in there going like, all right, I'm out of here. The heck with all y'all, you know, or whatever. You know, I went in going like, all right, I got this opportunity. I'm going to go do this. Uh, if you need anything with this, I'll be more than happy to help. If you need this, you can do this. I mean, but it was very firm. I'm, I'm done, but it's not mean. Mm-hmm. And we have similar situations. We're dealing with that, you know, here. But that's kind of the mode we're going in. Here it is. Yeah. And we are still here to help. We're still here to support. But it's, but then we got to move forward. Everybody's got to move forward in a better scenario. Yep. All right, what are you going to hit next? Moving, well, moving slow. We're still, well, I'm kind of moving slow through this show. Um, you know, so maybe it'll be better. <laughs> maybe. Slow and long show. Yeah. Um, well, now, I mean, you kind of get to be able to see people develop too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really interesting to watch. Um, we kind of talked about some people we're possibly needing to fill in some holes to give some relief. I mean, as much as everybody can work seven days seven days and nights a week it kind of gets a little old after a while <coughs> or you you know get sick or be in two or three places at the same time oh i've always done that you just here's what you do you just end up being late to one of them which is totally my way i cannot believe that person had the license plate i'm like that is my license plate <laughs> <laughs> I'm late. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly me. That's it. I don't know. They, should have bought it off of Somebody it. should have just given me that one because <laughs> I'm always trying to be in two places at one time. But uh, no, and, and we've talked about a lot because we want to slow roll there too. We want to know whatever we're giving that person is not overloading them. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure whatever we're giving that person doesn't get messed up. Um, we have a hard enough time making sure to stay on top of the, all the things that we are doing. And that's becoming more challenging with more and more stuff that we're doing. Um, and we're relatively organized. Yep. Um, so, I mean, but then when you see people like Abby, who's looking at, you know, bringing on another person to help her coach. And, of course, we're supportive of it because she's, of course, ready to go on her own. We're still going to be around. We're still going to be there helping her. She's still going to be helping us. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you start doing that, that's when it starts growing almost faster than you want. And I mean, it is our job to kind of pull it back. Mm-hmm. and it's really tough because we of course know we need to get to a certain place but we're also kind of going okay what can we mm, no hold on could we go here and do these 17,000 different things of course we could but it could be could be detrimental yeah and the same side you're looking back going like we need the revenue or we need the income not really all the sports stuff but I mean anywhere that you're looking that it, you start justifying it like oh yeah okay it'll be a mess but we really need it when I get the income then I'll do this Mm-hmm. I've never done that in my entire life whatsoever. So, But even with that, too, I mean, you could talk about that. You could talk about it in a personal development scenario as, I mean, you mentioned training briefly when you've got employees or coaches underneath you. But even, you know, personal development of making that person a better person in general, you can talk about that in nutrition and exercise. You can talk about that anywhere. Anywhere you're building a habit or new skills, you're far better off going slow building those. Well, they've proven that time and time and time oh, again. Yeah. That, I mean, if you want to lose weight and keep weight off, find one thing that you can make a habit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think of like um, drinking water when you wake up. Yeah. 
that is one that I, I love it for people that you know say they don't really like water because it doesn't taste very doesn't taste like anything or whatever hey i was one i didn't hardly drink any but that is your most dehydrated you you haven't drank or ate anything for some people eight me three hours and <laughs> fine five um <laughs> but anyway That's pretty long in between meals for you yeah okay no <laughs> yeah <laughs> true true um but anyway you haven't you know, you do sweat at night. So, I mean, you kind of, you're about your most dehydrated. Mm -hmm. If you drink water then for some reason, which is why I started doing it because the dehydration thing was kind of like, oh, it's true. I'll give it a shot. Now I can't not do it. And I'm drinking like probably 10 times because it just kickstarts your, your water thing. And that's just one little habit. That's just a glass of water when I wake up. Now I have like seven glasses of water a day because I just want it. Yeah. I mean, that's with anything, um, every coaching book or you know certification everything that I've ever gotten it's very much like no pick a small habit that they can be 90% confident that they can do over the next two weeks and then once you've got those two weeks in then you can start building on it a little bit but people all the time they want to go okay I'm going to get my life in order so I'm going to start eating all the vegetables I'm going to drink all the water I'm going to avoid soda and sugar I'm going to eat this sleep this much I'm going to exercise three times a week and they try to do it all at the same time and they haven't been doing any of it mm -hmm. and it always fails because they always overwhelm themselves and it doesn't work that way. You can't do that. Yeah. Well, and as we're talking about that, the next thing you know, so you, I mean, the water I think is a good one. Most people can easily work that in. Then you start going, okay, what's your next thing? I'm like, we'll just eat a vegetable at every meal. Yeah. One of actually the biggest ones that I like the most on my personal end is helping people eat till they're 80% full. Because it makes you consciously aware of mm -hmm. your eating habits and makes you focus on what you're doing. And we it's so easy for us as a society to just eat till we're full full and you're actually reading your body cues. You're slowing down to read your body cues. Sorry, I'm just wondering. I don't think I'd ever be able to stop eating. Just bottomless pit. 80%. I would just have to keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> I mean, there might be like an hour or two I might be able to like, like slow down. But I think I just have to keep eating. Well, you're one of the few. No. No, that's definitely that. That one's not bad. Um, like I said, I like the vegetable. Just try to add the vegetable and like eat it first. Mm -hmm. I mean, next thing you know, you'll be wanting more of those. Um, but I mean, that that one's again. Once you do one, now you start going. Oh, I can do a walk after lunch, you know. And then they'll start. Oh, I want to do. I want to start. You know, getting more. Doing more body. What's the right word? I'm like we're building my muscles a little bit more. Okay. Well, start with do five push-ups and, you know, when you wake up. Yeah. It's easy. You can work that in. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you want to do like, I'm going to do push-ups and sit-ups. I'm going to do push-ups, sit-ups, and pull-ups, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just amazing how those will build, but you will see changes. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest ones I've had is I'm losing like a pound every month since we started doing our meals and our exercises. Mm -hmm. And for sure it'll stay off me. Yep. You, and that's the thing too, like, anybody who has a lot of weight on it it feels like you've gained it really fast but when you look at it it's taken years to get to that point mm -hmm. um so if it took that long to get on it's probably going to take at least that long to get off so the stuff that like really dropped the pounds fast that's usually a lot more difficult on your body and you end up gaining it back well the funny part about it too is i mean if i had to go back to eating the way i was i would have some severe issues i mean i just have meals every now and then I'm like okay well i guess i don't can't eat that ever again mm -hmm. and then you know so if i had to reverse that it's gonna be really tough mm -hmm. 
Um, but if I had, and I'm trying to think, I'm working outside. I mean, we've been talking this week's a real messed up week for me. I'm not getting near as my workouts and mobility stuff in at all. And I'm, of course, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure I'm feeling my sleep as well. Um, so, I mean, right there, you're kind of seeing that it's not easy just to go back to being not mobile. Yeah. So I, it's just weird how those little steps are so huge. I mean, just if you want to get better sleep, I mean, okay, let's try doing the uh, five by five thing or whatever the heck we did, um, and and in our sleep one, you know, see how you can do there. You know, just start that step. It takes like five ten minutes before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Even I can do that. I may fall asleep on it, but I mean, I'll do it. Um, you said another one there that I was gonna. Oh, there's another one you didn't say that I was interested in investing i knew we'd get there i'm going slow yeah yeah that one's really hard i mean you can't just be impatient and hope, wait till you have a bunch of money and just invest all the money well there's a couple things yeah there's a couple things in investing that's real that always crack me up more than anything uh anybody that ever tells you like i got this great return on this and doesn't give you some kind of caveat of some of the reasons some of the ones they did bad on it's kind of like when you hear the gambling story of like I took five dollars and turned it into five thousand, you know. But you never hear the story of when they took five thousand dollars and turned it into five dollars. They never tell you that one, right? They never tell you about that stock they bought that basically went down eighty percent before they finally sold it, or went a hundred percent and it closed and went out of business. Mm-hmm. You don't hear those stories on a bragging scenario. You hear them in like a feel for me story, but you don't hear them in a bragging story. Um. I'm a huge, huge person that like just build it nice and slow. But one of the biggest problems that people run into, the other one I always hear about is, well, I don't have enough to invest. Well, I mean, you need the first $5 to be able to get to a million dollars. You need the first $10 to get to a million dollars. You need the first $1,000 to get to a million dollars. I mean, you got to accumulate that somehow. If you don't ever do any because you don't have a million dollars, then you're never going to get a million dollars. Yeah. Well, and I mean, with savings, because we've talked about, you know, automatically transferring mm-hmm. stuff over, that stuff builds faster than you think it does. And even like stocks, we were looking at stocks today, there's a lot of them that aren't that much no. to buy one. So it's not like you have to have like... There's some that are tons. There are. But it's not like you have to have $100, $500 to buy a share of a stock. Oh, it's there's, so There's plenty now. that are like $10, $15 mm-hmm. that you might not have that much, but you could buy a couple here and there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is there used to be a lot of minimums around. I mean, there used to be it not didn't need it didn't used to be this easy to go online, open an account, and invest money. I mean, you can do it with fifty bucks. I mean, you can do it ten dollars. I mean, you can do it with a minimum with hardly any money. You used to be able to have to get like twenty five thousand dollars just to go talk to somebody that was a fun person to be able to even get in the game. That was before we had you know internet and phone and that kind of stuff. Um, so I mean there there's some justified sources of you know I don't have enough in there unfortunately it has changed I say justified in the fact that they knew they didn't have enough to go talk to Merrill Lynch or whatever or um, Goldman Sachs or something like that but again the bank would have taken your $10 you had to invest you put in a savings account if you never do the $10, your first $10, you're never going to get $1,000. You got to do the first 10 somehow. Mm-hmm. You've got to get started. It doesn't matter what you start with. 
Yep. And the other one I really like too is like, well, I can only do like full, like $5 a week. Do $5 a week. See, that's all you can do. Do it. Do what you can do. And, but the biggest one is when people try to be like, okay, well, I didn't save anything for retirement. So I'm uh, 55 years old. So I need to put in like $100,000 a year. Okay. You don't make $100,000 a year. So it's going to be really hard to do. And then it's like, well, I got to find some of the stuff that grows really fast. Well, everybody would like to, to grab those. Okay. Yeah. If, if you, that was a thing we knew about, everybody would be investing <laughs> in those. <laughs> so then you start going on stuff that risky and stuff like that. And you get yourself in trouble. So again, I mean, growing slow. But one of the biggest ones I'm investing too that I like making sure to show people is go put yourself into some to a calculator. You know, do what I just want to be able to replace, you know, forty thousand dollars a year. I think I can if I need two on retirement, I could probably get by on that. Right? And then, then you can do it on your own salary. Where do you need to be at? I need to have this much in. How much do I gotta put in from here on out? It's like this. Most of those numbers are not crazy numbers. They're usually pretty doable. You don't need that much unless you're literally running out of time. So, I mean, as long as you're relatively young thinking about this, and I mean relatively being like, like my ages and and younger. So that's pretty old. I don't look at, I don't act it, but I mean, that's yeah, still pretty old. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, you don't, even even above my age at that point, you just need to, you just need to really look at what you got to get, what you really need to do. Mm -hmm. But if you're forty years old and younger or something like that, you got plenty of time. It may cost you a little bit more because you didn't save earlier, but you can get to whatever you need to get to. So, can't think of anything more on the growing slow. Can't either. I feel like we hit all the topics really fast. All of them were done. Sweet. Don't have to worry about that one anymore. Check it off the list. <laughs> no, you would probably put yourself a gold star on the list. No, I like the check mark. Check mark. You like the, what about like crossing off? I do that on Asana because they don't have a check mark, but you can scratch through it. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's gone. Oh, Not gone, gone. I can see it's done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, things that make me happy. <laughs> Here's hoping that you can quickly move slow as possible to success. Yes, in all areas of your life. There we go, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>Thank you for watching. Kate and Nevada hope you've enjoyed this show and found it useful and empowering. If you have any questions or comments, please contact them at kinetics.com. That's K-N-E-T-I-C-X.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And please write a review of the show. Kate and Nevada appreciate hearing the feedback and they welcome your reviews and your word of mouth will help others learn how to feel better and be better. Do a song. Ready? Go. No. What? You know I don't sing. Yeah, but it could be fun. You got to sing in the shower. Everybody sings in the shower. I sing by myself all the time, but so, I am not going to sing so, on this show with go. the seven people that watch. Come it. on, it can be fun. No. You do like a twinkle, twinkle. No. Mine. Okay. <laughs> just always try to give you one thing you can put in there to be able to be like, yeah, I'm gonna leave this in just to mess with him. <laughs>